Emma. Hello. What have you got on your head and around your neck? Well, I will tell you it's slightly itchy, but I wanted to dress to impress after No, last... take it off. Take it off. Well, I think you didn't dress up. I've, I've come dressed as a sailor. It's nice for you not to be in your pyjamas for once. I'm You're all... welcome. And I also drew my eyebrows on. Are they not real? Oh my God, no, because I overplucked them till I was about 14. So they actually start here. I did that once at university, never did it again. What, plucked your eyebrows? Mm. You've only they've plucked remained, your eyebrows once. They've remained as perfect as <laughs> Look at that. You look quite glamorous this evening. Why, thank you, it is my natural state of being. Anyway. But there's been a lot of requests for the snazzy jacket. I know the sequins were a hit. I'll send out signed ones to the fans from this point on, but that one's staying in my cupboard. Okay, great. Well, cheers. Uh, I think we need to wish someone a happy birthday. Oh, yes. The lady that brought us together. That's true. Rocky You're welcome, Rachel. Rachel <laughs> Algy, this one's for you. Happy birthday. Oh, happy sweet. birthday. Sips. Hope Sips. you like the presents. It's always nice to really receive a delivery of Harrods goodies, I'd say. Yeah. Not a bad day all round. Went yeah. in a lovely hotel, come home to a lovely present. Mm hmm and, and then it looks like they had cake as well, which was nice. And several thousand messages from all of us. Anyway, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, um, <laughs> nothing that I'm really enjoying. It's a New Zealand Chardonnay. And mm -hmm. if anyone knows me, I don't ever drink Chardonnay, but it, it was desperate times, desperate measures. Oh dear. Mm, what are you drinking? This is a Californian Syrah from Napa Valley. No, not Napa oh. Valley, that's a complete lie, Santa Barbara. Oh, very nice, is it good? It is quite delicious, actually. Mm, you've got nice wine glasses, actually. Riedel. Yeah, Riedel nice. and wheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Starting early, I see. Great. Should we move on to weekends? Oh, yes. Let's move on to weekends. How was yours? Well, you know how I'm in isolation. Well, I'm not in isolation. My daughter, my youngest daughter's in isolation, and there's not a huge amount going on. However, I did have quite an interesting weekend little bit of variety so on Saturday did the um, company five-year anniversary uh -huh. which was amazing might have won a little prize um what did you win computer what a whole like desktop computer or a nice one I don't think desktop I'm, I'm thinking it comes with a little apple logo oh amazing which is brilliant because this one's packing up anyway so ridiculously generous of the company amazing 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 so grateful and that was all because I had fastest finger first. Wait, what did you have to do? I had to type a word. Can't remember what the word was. But I got there first over like 5,000 people. Well done. Yay me. Um, and then on Saturday night, I was randomly scrolling, looking at the... We've got an Everyman cinema near us. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I wasn't able to take the kids out. So I was just sort of torturing myself, seeing what was on. <laughs> Came across the fact that Cinema Paradiso was on, 30th anniversary production. One of my favourite films. Obviously, I speak Italian. Um, so I thought well, she did, she'd just like to drop how educated she is. She also speaks French, so let's get that out of the way. You can't even say it. I don't speak French. Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> drinking Chardonnay. I don't actually know what my name is anymore. Oh. Anyway, so booked it, did it, took the plunge, didn't ask husband's permission. Rarely do. <laughs> um, if I had, we wouldn't be here. Um, yeah, just did something for me, which was which was amazing. So I went to see Cinema Paradiso in this amazing cinema. We were having sushi later, but I felt the need to have the platter because it was three for twelve fifty. So I had the platter. 
Must do. So, Hadron peppers and an aubergine hummus, in case you're asking. Um, <laughs> cried a lot. Loved it. But you cry at a lot of stuff, Emma. Well, it's okay to be in touch with your emotions. Mm. So that was mine. How was yours? <laughs> I can't really compare to that, can I? Going to cinema on your own, bliss. Amazing. And winning a new computer. Oh, yeah, it might be top of the range, might be middle of the range. Um, I got my nails done. They're a lovely colour. Let's Thank see. You so much. See, that must have been alone time. It was. It was a low time. I actually had a business meeting with one of the other travel agents, which was lovely. And we had a business meeting in the nail salon. I just socially, socially just put him. You're going to expense that? <laughs> Most certainly. <laughs> Always thinking. Always thinking. Um, and then went for a nice lunch, and that was really it. Not not at all hungover today. I was a tad hungover. But I still got up and came and did the call this morning on the coffee morning and worked hard. You are a good one. And I went to personal training. So I'm actually an amazing human being. My children are still alive after today, after waking me up at 20 past five. Um, and we've made it through. So here we are. Congratulations. So did I win the weekend? You I won, won the weekend. Utah and the weekend. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so do you know what has irritated me, however? I have seen, obviously, we can't go anywhere. I've seen lots of people are, however, away on their half-time holidays. And even if they're not away on a plane, they're away in the vicinity. Like, just day trips, all the stuff that I would ordinarily have planned. Yeah. It's a little bit gutting. It's making me a little bit jealous. So um, my youngest daughter's got to self-isolate until midnight on Thursday night, which is fine, you know, in the grand scheme of things, three more days, that's mm. fine. But it's three more days <laughs> with the make it end so um there was there was a fair bit of there's some program that they've watched today um going on yeah it was it was a bit of a non-day here so then if you could go anywhere on this half-term holiday that let's say you could have a break away you can go anywhere either in the uk or abroad to one of the acceptable countries oh. where would you go and why well, it is an interesting question because when the corridor thing was announced last week and it was, where was it? Denmark, the Canaries and the Maldives. Mm. I said to husband, should we get on a plane? The Maldives has just reopened. And he was like, oh, very tempted. But could we leave the kids? We could. <laughs> we don't have the childcare. You're not um, allowed childcare because no one's allowed in your house. No, but we never have the childcare. Do you know what? Lockdown and all this shizzle hasn't been that different for us we never go out anyway we never have childcare it's not been that different we just haven't been away anyway to answer your question as ridiculous as it might sound i think our first choice would be to go back to the states mm -hmm. since the beginning of lockdown i used to say to the kids oh, where do you want to go you know well we wrote a little post uh, we had a little jar of things we want to do post lockdown and post covid and it was we'd only recently come back from new york but it was Go to, back to Portugal, which was a favourite last year in the year before. Go to New York and go to Grandpa's house. Anyway, um, enough of the enough of the schmaltz. It's it's all about America for me, and husband I think would be the same. So as much as it's not the most traditional answer that people would probably expect, I think either back to somewhere like New York, which was unbelievably amazing for kids, surprisingly or a multi-city kind of road trip. 
Again, oh, wow. That's great. My uh, brother, he drove Route 66 many years ago. No, we've done that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, not for me. <gasps> Why not? Why not? I don't know. It's just, it's just not, like, I just think there's so too much, much of the world too much to see. time with young people. Me? Too much time with young people? Yeah. What? I don't know. What? It's just, it's just, there's so much of the world to see. That wouldn't be my first port of call. Okay, what's yours? But do, do you know what's interesting? Because we come at this from different perspectives. You've got the babies when they're one. I've got four-year-old and seven-year-old, and your your step boys. How old are they? Nine and fourteen. So we've got quite a good range. Of, mm. And when was what age were they when you first holidayed with them? Oh, I think they were nine. The eldest was nine, so the youngest was four or five. Right. Okay. All right. So you're sort of similar to where I'm at now. Okay. Yeah. So your answer is what? Well, because there's six of us. Um, so super traditional and you're probably going to turn your nose up at this but we are massive massive fans of a haven holiday oh my goodness yeah that's lovely what, what's so good about a haven it's so simple you just pack everybody into the back of the car is they're never caravan? far away or is it, is it a holiday park or a caravan or a lodge it's so it's, it's I, is it a static home well, you see, this is the thing. They are on our supplier list, fully aware, but I've not yet done that training. Yeah, well, I haven't done the training yet, no. but when we're able to go, we're definitely going to go. Just Even just for a long weekend or something like that, because it entertains everybody. And that's what's key for me. I've got a 14-year-old who doesn't want to get out of bed until 12 o'clock, and then I've got one-year-olds that don't sleep. And I just know that a simple holiday like that and with all of the entertainment and activities and that kind of thing, that would be our first port of call. And you get like a three bedroom or four bedroom or two Probably, bedroom. yeah, we well, definitely get a three bedroom. I mean, they're quite small, yeah. um, the bedroom. So we would probably go a bit more luxury and get a okay. high end one. I'm just going to say now, that's not going to be our first joint holiday. Just, we can oh. cross that enough just for ease. Okay. Yeah, right, well, should we move on then? Because obviously we're never going to be on that. So. When we announced that obviously we were doing episode two of A Glass Of, we yeah. put out the fact that you mean after you know, all we wanted the people to ask us questions, right? After all the views that we had. Yes. Nearly a thousand, I'll have you know. Oh, wow. I know. It's amazing. I know. You're quite... God. God, I mean, let's quit this now. Let's, let's just become... Let's start the tour, the world tour, I'd say. Right. Booking arenas as we speak. So you got some questions and I got some questions. Yeah. So I'm going to shoot you with a question, first of all. Okay. So this also came from somebody who asked me on my side. So what are your absolute aeroplane slash holiday essentials when traveling with kids? And what would you leave behind? Okay, so I think I'm going to widen it to not just aeroplanes. For me, we've done like car journeys, we've done train trips and we've done things so it's all one for me um well firstly no sane parent above a certain age child would leave home without an amazon or an apple product and multiple chargers that's mm -hmm. just however if we are going non-digital i always pack multiple snacks yeah and i'm not you know i'm not big on sweets and unhealthy stuff it'll be serenes or those organic things or a satsuma <laughs> um, which then gets dropped as you back if you're in the car then you end up buying the sweets anyway i don't know, I even know why you do this to no, so i buy the sweets i like a word as original 
My husband likes a starburst, and we try and eat those secretly. Anyway, so obviously all the snacks. A sticker book's always quite good, but do you know what my kids love is those, I think they're called Crayola, those sort of yeah. non-mess pens, kind of water sheets and water pens, or when they were slightly younger, those kind of books that have got the flippy spiral thing that you wet, put the water in, you paint and then it rubs away and they're like goldfish. They forget they've done it and they'll do it again the next day. So those are good. So you have to give in sometimes to the app to the product. So Apple and Amazon products, chargers, headphones, snacks, water, always make sure you've got water. Mm-hmm. Travel potty. I think you're never too old to use a travel potty. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to make a cutoff of six there. Okay. okay. So travel potty is quite useful and requisite toilet paper. And then, yeah, some colouring kind of activity that they can do on their lap. Because that works mm. for um, the plane, the train, the car. I know Rachel, our Rachel, loves Play-Doh on a plane. But I can't be doing with that because my kids break it into tiny bits. Play-Doh is never coming into my house and it's never going on travels with me. No. Ever. No, I, I resisted it till... I think my eldest was five, which is only two, a year and a bit ago. Mm. And now it's in the garage, vanished. Right, you? So obviously, uh, I think more of it from a baby point of view. So when I most recently went to Brussels, I traveled on my own yes. with the two babies and that was hardcore. So I had to pack as light as possible. Luckily with the Eurostar, you don't have the restrictions of weight and all of these things. And what so, pram do you have? Have you got a massive pram? Yes. What did I take then? Then we've got, uh, I took a double stroller, which actually the double stroller, you can lift directly up onto the train, which we found out, which was as opposed quite to amazing. As opposed to what? Like I yeah. was, uh, when we went out to Brussels, I literally unloaded the girls. I took one of those bumbo seats with me, sat one of the girls in the bumbo seats on the floor okay. of inside the train, took the other one out, was folding down the buggy. It did was an absolute some, nightmare. Did you have some carrier bags that were overspilling? No, no carrier bags. That overspilling. I'm a very efficient packer. Very, very efficient packer. I think you're probably two extremes at that point. Okay. Yeah, no, I literally, it's like rations when we go on holiday um come here with you so bottled water and this was actually from rachel a tip that i learned and i never done anywhere was i never warmed their bottle fed never warmed a baby's bottle ever so they were just used to room temperature water the whole time um so evian as i say it so beautifully Uh, no i'm not saying again bottled water take it with you so you don't need to worry about sterilizing and all of that stuff it's fine you're just on one journey it's cool you can just refill and add your formula um my it was wasn't so much about what i would pack it was about what i didn't take and my rule was if i haven't used it in the last four weeks i'm not suddenly going to need it on the eurostar to brussels you're feeling with panic because most of the stuff in my house i haven't seen for four years (laughs) so i should but also you have to remember you're not going to a third world country so you can buy things not going to a third world country You can go buy things when you get to a shop in the other country. It's okay. Nothing bad will happen. Okay. 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 Mike, going back to when mine were little, and I'm sorry if this is offensive to anyone, boobs. You have to take boobs. 
boobs were good on a plane or a train, not so good in the car when that's what for feeding. Yes, and settling. yeah, of course. But it was just for settling and shh, shh, shut up. Just for the other passengers to tide them over. Um, right, do you want one of my questions? Here go. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's have a look at the questions. One of them was, oh, I've lost it. Well, it's all in the prep, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've lost it. Do you one of yours? Oh my God, okay. Um... Oh no, I know, something about, um, was it something about all-inclusive or something? Okay, so all-inclusive. Yeah. versus so all-inclusive hotel versus holiday home what would you do and what do you have a preference when would you do it it's tricky I think when you're confined to a hotel room it's tricky so for me I would want I don't need a kitchen because if I'm on holiday I don't want to be cooking mm -hmm. I like to know that a, rest, a hotel's got multiple options mm -hmm. that's what I need but I don't need them to be all-inclusive I just want them to have options so basically, I want a mixture of the two. Okay, fine. Fine. Good self. So I'm probably an all-inclusive girl. I didn't used to be. Not until I met my partner. I was a bit of a snob towards them, but it makes for an easy holiday um, because there are options, and also you, you wake up for breakfast and you have a drink. I mean. It's All right. perfect. All right. well, you're on holiday. Does, time doesn't count on holiday, does it? Yeah, like, time doesn't count. You have children that you still have to care for. Yeah, but that's why kids clubs are invented. Yeah, we've, we've got a funny thing about kids clubs. Nice to know they're there, but it's not the be all end all for us. No, I mean, I guess it depends where you want to go. And that is the beauty of sort of our travel independent agency is that you get to pick different places for different holidays so yeah. as we've seen with one of our suppliers who are, are huge on the uk staycations they've sold out across the board because they're so oh, popular okay. and many of them are self-catering with some activities but then you also have the options of sort of going to greece or whatever and having an all-inclusive or half board and those options are there for you to take advantage of i like going off property if yeah like. So I like, if I'm going somewhere, I like to go and go, go native. I like to explore the local area. <laughs> Not literally go native with the boobs of God. But <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need that. We just don't need it. But it's nice to know that the options are there if you're having a lazy night, if everyone's going to, or if you want room service, that's a biggie with kids. That is yeah, a biggie. that's true. But then also with self-catering, you're always going to have something, aren't you, that's there, like a snack or whatever. Um, I guess it's how much you want your home comforts and that you want to make you, wherever you are your home, I suppose. Well, let's just point out the fact that you're somebody who travels with hummus, homemade hummus. Didn't you take homemade hummus on your holiday to call? Yes. No. <laughs> I once roasted a No. Homemade pesto. Pesto. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, can I just tell you a quick trick about pesto, right? Because pine nuts cross <laughs> an arm and a leg. I'll be quick. And then we'll move on to holiday mishaps, okay? Um, pesto, when you buy pine nuts, costs an arm and a leg, right? A little bag of pine nuts is a million pounds. Yes. If you swap out pine nuts for walnuts, it's incredible. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's my top tip of the day. Well, Moving swiftly on. The 72 hours, so I'll be sure to put that on the list. The kids are going to love that one. <laughs> hey, kids, you're not going on holiday. You're not even allowed out. There's no trick-or-treating, but let's make some walnut pesto. 
my new friend Billy, that we're never going on holiday with, has suggested it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it might change their lives. So, um, I'm sensing not, but. Talking of not going native and holiday faux pas, um, have yeah. there been any family holiday disasters for you? One that springs to mind involves my young, my eldest, when she was 10 months old, we went to Thailand which was quite um, daring of us to take a baby to Thailand, but actually I would advise anyone when they're young and under two, travel, 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 travel. Um, she, oh, long story short, we had a very nice villa in a place in Hua Hin, very genteel, mm. lovely staff, private pool in our lovely suite, and then in our little villa, and then within about seven minutes of being in our lovely pool she pooed in it and it all had to be <sighs> a swimming nappy on and she had one of those you know sun swim things anyway poo had to drain it we had to move rooms <gasps> um but they were very lovely about it did you have to pay anything no of course not have you met me no okay fine of course not imagine though this was pre pre-agent days imagine wow they were they were quite apologetic. I was like, no, it's our whole baby. <laughs> She's ours. <laughs> so yes. Um, no, apart from I don't think there's been anything. I mean, we are the Griswolds when it comes to family trips. We are the Griswolds. Mm -hmm. So pretty much something will always go wrong. I mean, our prams got broken and stuff before, but nothing too dramatic. I'm now gonna have to touch some wood because it could all go terribly wrong once you're allowed to travel again. Actually, we were talking last night. Um, I got quite into watching Michael Palin again. You're Michael Palin. Oh my god! No. I, know, I'm, I'm... I bet you fancy him as well. Jesus. Anyway, it reminded us there was this thing that he was doing. He went into somewhere dodgy. Anyway, long story short, I quite like saying that because otherwise I could go on a lot. Um, we were somewhere in Spain. New baby in the back. Our baby. My husband went down this little track. We were looking for some of those geezers. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember where. Anyway. We followed a trap we shouldn't have followed, hire a car, he went down and we were like that and we had to back up. Anyway, very dangerous, we're here to tell the tale. That was quite a disaster and there was not That's a scratch. awful. It was quite dangerous and my husband said, uh, like for last, it was like, I didn't think we were going to make it out of there. He only just told me that six years later. Wow. And I, and I was panicking about getting my bag of snacks out. He's like, Emma, get the baby out, get out of the car. And I was panicking probably about my phone. Probably. Probably about taking a photo of it. Because that's what yeah. I did. No, this, if we didn't document it, it <laughs> didn't happen. Pre-Insta. Pre-Mile Get on Facebook immediately. Um, so you've had none? Not really. Um, my family are big fans of extended family holidays so my mum and dad my brother his wife potentially my aunt like that's what we love self-catering in Cornwall every year without fail and there's about 15 of us it doesn't really result in a disaster Do you because it's on ordinarily or not yes but that's because we don't see each other for such long amounts of time mm -hmm. um it can become a bit if you're not clear on what you expect from the holiday, then it can become quite toxic because somebody will want to be the ringleader. And um, when people don't want to do what I want to do, 
I get a bit annoyed. You like me, you have a list of the must-dos. Precisely. And I think, why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to do that? And then also, on the other hand, is when I go somewhere and I want to do nothing, don't make me do anything. And so when you're on holiday with extended family, you want to do this, go there, maybe just sit down for a day or whatever. I like to have a plan and I'd like everyone to follow me. But we've we're sort of like hash out with family meetings, hold the pepper pot, right? What do you want to do this holiday kind of thing? What? Hold the hold the front. Hold the pepper pot. It's an old that's for another another episode, which is family meetings that we used to have a lot of with me. Um extended family holidays can be great but as long as you don't have the expectation that everybody should be doing the same thing but not really any disasters I've had disasters on girls weekends but not family holidays I've just remembered one of my best friend's sister on a surprise Hindu that I organized got so cross about something we're not going down this rabbit hole Emma no slapped me on, on the top of a on the top of a bus in Barcelona. Goodness. Wow, you must yeah. have done something awful. I didn't though. Um, right, I've got a question for you. What were what are your absolute must-have hotel facilities? Now I can I'll start this one while you think if you want. Or are you ready yeah. to go? Okay, so for me, have you heard of the Martin Hall properties? No. Okay. They're on our back office, you should have a look. Um, they are in Portugal, and we have been to the one uh, just outside of Lisbon, and there's one in um, Sagres. Actually, that's, yes, that is true. And then there's another one, um, can't think where it is now. Anyway, they are amazing because everyone is in the same boat. It's families with kids. It's luxurious, it's stylish, but it's aimed at families. I think there were probably some people that went there without kids, but why would you? Because it's good, good to families. And who knows what it would be like post COVID, but in the, they had a kids club, but in the corner of the restaurant, so at grown up meal times, they had a little kind of Ikea play table with coloring and games and stuff. So you could say to your kid, sit here and eat your supper with us, or you could say, have something, mommy and daddy will carry on, you go over there. Wow. It was amazing, completely amazing. And staff um, would essentially look after them mm-hmm. and then, send you back when you wanted to but what's amazing about that is as a parent going on holiday with a child you have this certain anxiety about are they going to behave like I'm even lowering my voice to whisper because are they going to behave or not and there you're with like-minded people um and it's just really helpful reducing that factor so yeah so I would recommend um and sorry going back to the actual question um they have things like potties or kids cutlery or it's just really good that's good you know, playground. So yeah, that would be, those would be my essentials. Someone that thinks of the kids if I'm going for a pure kid holiday. Most of the time I just go where I want to go. So that's different. What about but that's you? really good that, that uh, some hotels have thought to be so accommodating. So that's really good. Um, so top pick for me, Wi-Fi. I've got two stepsons. If I don't have Wi-Fi, then we might as well all just go home, honestly, because they want to get on their tablets. They want to, I don't know, get on their Snapchat or whatever, whatever they're doing. I don't know what Snapchat is okay whatever it's like tiktok you know fine anyway it's they want to get online and if they can't get online then we might as well go home um various activities is super important so organized activities can be or just the option to do things so sort of water sports or variety of pools um yeah pools and water sports are good 
evening entertainment is a big thing because if you like I always say that going on a family holiday isn't really a holiday you're just going somewhere else to look after your children so I think evening entertainment is quite good it's a bit of a distraction so especially when like for the little ones you know when there's little I don't know those mascots running around saying oh welcome to our wonderful holiday Martin Hall there's the there's the fox every night at 6 p.m what's he called Foxy let's just call him Foxy oh wow that's original it's not called that. I can't remember what it's called. You're putting me on the spot. But he does a dance at six o'clock. Yeah, see, that kind of thing. I think that's important because it also gives you a bit of a break from full-on parenting. That's what I think. Because well, it's our holiday yeah, as the well. Song, the song lasts three and a half minutes. But... Yeah, but that's fine. There's three and a half minutes that you didn't weren't going to have if you didn't okay. go there. Yeah. Um, so that's, a, yeah, okay. activities. I just thought of one. Regardless of what room type you and you choose... Essentially, at the end of the day, if you've got kids, you're going to either sit on the balcony in the dark being bitten by mosquitoes, or you're going to sit in the, dark, in the dark on your own. <laughs> so, well, that's another thing is a comfortable bed. That is essential. Like, I have been known to, I, for me, I don't care if they're sleeping on planks of wood, that doesn't matter to me, but I need to know that I'm sleeping on a comfortable bed. So, if needs must, we change rooms. My mum used to make my dad sleep in the bath in a hotel. Why? He was a terrible snorer. Cruel. <laughs> we should have just got two rooms. Anyway, um, was there any other thoughts that you had about family holidays? Do we have to go on them? <laughs> what we could do is we could say that we're going to meet them there and then we could go somewhere else. You know, there are plenty of people. Personally, I haven't done it, wouldn't do it. There are plenty of people that I know possibly watching that have left their kids and do leave their kids for periods of time i'm not judging sort of am, but that's a strange thing to do don't you think and so maybe- next summer we might send the eldest boys to barbados for summer yeah but they're probably going with another family member and they're of a certain age yeah but even i mean they'll be 10 and 15 but they'll be going to the airport they'll be escorted and then somebody will pick them up at the other side do you remember that? Oh, you're probably too young. Where the little British Airways person used to give you a little suitcase, a little pack, and you have a big badge and a lanyard, and you were very clearly alone, by all the alone. Maybe they don't do that anymore. I don't think they would be able to do that anymore. Anyway, oh, that's it. Well, okay, well, what are you going to do then? You'll be on holiday with your other babies. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right, we probably need to wrap this up. It's been a pleasure, as always. Chin chin. Wait, look, if we get really close, we could actually cheers. Look at that. <laughs> oh, like we're together, Emma. So listen, last week I asked you. Oh, I yes, I have got to. Ask me one. No, I've just asked it. I've just asked you. I've, I've already expressed my views. Let me think of another one. Okay, immediate, immediate response. Okay. Yeah. When arriving to a hotel, no, when at a hotel, mm. what is most important to you? Early check-in or late check-out? Oh, late checkout. Why? Because <laughs> it's mostly my packing. <laughs> I'll get it done the night before. Get it done the night before. I don't get it done the night before. I leave out seventeen mm. options for no. and then I'm done here. Breakfast. Really? Early check-in? Uh-uh. No, because normally a nice hotel will offer me a welcome drink and a canape while signing <laughs> the particulars and my children can run wild so I'm fine with that I expect two three o'clock that's fine however these days I might write ahead 
and request or anything. What about you? But late checkout, that buys you time, especially if you've got a late flight or you've got a pool room and you can use the pool a bit longer. I think no, it's um, right, early check-in always. I would rather be, and this is the only thing that my other half of me want to be on the same page about is, A, we'd rather be 14 hours early for a flight because that's just the way we are. And we'd rather get there early so we get settled in, unpacked, and then maximise on our first day. Like, I, I would rather do a three o'clock in the morning flight to get to said destination to have a whole day. It's like me arriving late for a Zoom call. It's the thrill of it. It's not <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> and once I'm here, all the more enjoyable because the expectation. And then you turned up looking like that. I mean, I couldn't ask for much else. I've got one of these as well, look. You were meant oh, to be sweet. up, pumpkin. Um, listen, it, it's, it gets progressively better. Last week was pyjamas. This week it's nautical. Next week, who knows? Has the chat been better or has it, has it gone down? <laughs> no, we keep on escalating. We get better and better. And actually, we're going to run out of steam soon, I imagine. We're going to get burnout from being so hilarious. Next week is November. <sighs> Just before bonfire night. Ooh. What should we talk about? Should we, should we, oh, I don't know, but should we come back again? I think the people, the people, what, what's that I hear? <laughs> That's people stopping this IGTV because it's so long. <laughs> right. Should we end it with a toodle pip? Toodle pip. I've got nothing it's left. Oh. Chin chin. For a okay. That's Italian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dramatic pause. <laughs> Au revoir.